everyone, it's Bello. Welcome back to another episode of Chat About That. I'm going to skip the intro music and just get straight into what I want to talk about this week, which is everything revolving around the Black Lives Matter movement and all the protests, as well as the comments that J.K. Rowling made about the trans community and trans women. First, I'd like to start off by talking about George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. On May 25th of this year, George Floyd was arrested in Minneapolis after allegedly using a counterfeit $20 bill at a grocery store. And he was murdered by a white police officer who pressed his knee against George Floyd's neck for almost eight minutes during the arrest. And he was handcuffed, he was face down on the street, and he was murdered by this cop because he had his knee on his neck and... George couldn't breathe, and he was saying he couldn't breathe, and the entire incident was filmed. You can watch it if you're comfortable, or you can read um, the transcript of what George said during the arrest. And, And obviously, this is not the first time that a black person was killed by a police officer, but this sparked, if you have no idea, if you don't go on the internet at all, you don't watch the news, this sparked all these protests and all this outrage, and... And they're protesting for justice, not just for George, but for any black person who's been wrongfully killed. The police officer who killed George Floyd was charged with second-degree murder, and the three other cops that were on the scene were charged with aiding and abetting. Currently, they are all facing trial, and hopefully they will be found guilty and not allowed to serve ever again and put in jail for the rest of their lives. Another story I want to mention is Breonna Taylor. She was an award-winning EMT and first responder in Louisville, Kentucky. And she was just a really great and amazing person in her community. And and on March 13th, the Louisville police um, executed a warrant looking for drugs that were never found. And they were reportedly trafficked by a person who didn't even live with Brianna. And they stormed into her home without a warrant. And they shot up her home and they shot her eight times and killed her and she was just laying in her bed this incident was absolutely horrible and should never happen to anybody especially because she was completely innocent she was an innocent person an innocent bystander in this awful crime the police officers who killed brianna have not been charged or fired and hopefully they will be charged soon and fired and not allowed to serve and put in jail for the rest of their lives. Any police officer or any person who kills an innocent human being should be put in jail, arrested, and face the consequences of their actions. This is completely inexcusable. No one should go free if they have killed or hurt another human being. This is just so vile and disgusting, and I can't believe that these men have not been charged yet. Those are just two examples and incidents of injustice. But there are so many other people whose stories need to be told, whose names need to be said and remembered. I think that all of the outrage and all of the protests are completely reasonable and and 
these people need justice. There's so much that you can do. You can donate to Black Lives Matter. You can donate to these individual causes. You can sign petitions. You can write letters to your local politicians to demand for change. You can go out and protest if you're comfortable. I know that during COVID, it's hard to, you know, even leave your house to go to the grocery store. But if you're comfortable, you can go to these protests and, you know, be safe because at these protests, again, there's a lot of police officers and a lot of, um, you know, military personnel at these protests. And sometimes these protests can become violent. So if you are comfortable, you can go to these protests. But at least, you know, donate, educate yourself, and try to demand justice for these people. I also want to talk about white privilege because if you don't know me, I am a white person and I acknowledge that I have privilege. I acknowledge that if I ever get arrested, I'm not going to be treated the same way that a black person would be treated, which is awful. And everybody should be treated exactly the same when they're arrested. Nobody should be pulled out of their car and shot out or thrown on the ground and handcuffed or be arrested and put in jail overnight just because of the color of their skin. And I know that it's easy for me to say that because I'm white and I have privilege, but I just, I think it's so sick that all these people are being killed and being treated so unfairly and horribly just because they're black or any other minority. I really think that there's been a lot of good positive change in our country, but there's still so much that needs to be done. There's still so much injustice. We live in this free country, but it really isn't free. It's not fair. And yes, there are laws in place, but people in higher power are not using their position to do what they should be doing. And I'm not saying that every single person in power, every single cop is doing that, but clearly there's a problem. I don't really have any personal experiences to share with this, again, because I am white and I have privilege and I don't know what it's like, but I can do my best to educate myself and use my platforms to speak out against these injustices. And I want to share my thoughts and my feelings on all this because it's not fair. As a white person, I feel that it's my responsibility to use my voice and speak up against what's been going on. And... I know that I have privilege. Just because I'm not experiencing the same things that black people experience doesn't mean that I should be silent. This is the time for not only me, but all white people to use our privilege and our platforms to speak out against these injustices. People in our communities are facing these injustices and we need to stand up and show our support and take this time to really educate ourselves and learn what we can do. If we don't know what to do or what to say or how to help, we need to reach out and we need to take this time to, to be educated and to become white allies and stand up against all these injustices. I hope that what I've said made sense and... There's just a lot that I've been thinking and all of this really disturbs me. And I know that this isn't the first time that a black person has been killed. And even since George Floyd's death, there's been so many other black people that have been killed and it's not right. But I know that using my platform to speak out against this and educating myself is what I can do right now to help. 
I want anyone to know that is listening who is a minority that I stand with you and I want to see justice and let me know what I can do to help and what other resources I can use to educate myself. Another thing I want to talk about is J.K. Rowling's comments on the trans community, especially trans women. If you don't know who J.K. Rowling is, she is the author of the Harry Potter series, which is one of my absolute favorite series of all time. But recently, the community has really taken a hit because of what she said. She has posted a lot of things on Twitter that are transphobic. I'm not going to read the tweets because I don't want to reiterate anything that she's saying. If you haven't seen these tweets or don't know, I'm going to be linking the article that I'm reading from right now in my description and show notes so you can go read this. But this is what an article on NBC News has said. And this says, If she truly believed in equality, why would she repeatedly separate trans women and women as distinct groups? If she actually wants to uplift minorities, why would she publicly defend a researcher who was let go over using offensive anti-trans language as she did in 2019? If she genuinely empathized with trans people's struggles, why does she spend more time questioning their existence than advocating for their rights and donating to LGBTQ causes? I agree with this, and... I think that it's really disappointing and sad that she tweeted all this during Pride Month. If you don't know, June is Pride Month, and unfortunately, because of COVID, there haven't been any Pride festivals or parades or anything, which is sad because for the last two years, I've gone to the DC Pride Festival, and honestly, it is one of the most fun days of the year. I was really looking forward to it this year um, because I was going to take a couple friends who hadn't gone. If you ever get the chance to go to a pride parade or festival, I highly recommend it. It is very, very fun. And it's just such an open and loving community and space. And everybody that I've encountered at the pride fairs have been so happy and so loving. And it's just such a amazing energy of love and acceptance. So yes, she decided to post all of these transphobic statements during Pride Month, which is so disturbing. In addition to all of this, I do want to read something from The Trevor Project, which I do have linked, so you can go and read it yourself. But this is Daniel Radcliffe's response to J.K. Rowling's tweets on gender identity. And I would like to read a little bit of what he said in this article. I realize that certain press outlets will probably want to paint this as an infighting between J.K. Rowling and myself, but that is not really what this is about, nor is what is important right now. Later on, he goes to say, transgender women are women. Any statement to the contrary erases the identity and dignity of transgender people and goes against all advice given by professional healthcare associations who have far more expertise on the subject matter than either Joe or I. In this article, he shares the Trevor Project's guide to being an ally to transgender and non-binary youth. And later he goes on to say this, which I really agree with everything he says here. To all the people who now feel that their experience with the books has been tarnished or diminished, I am deeply sorry for the pain that these comments have caused you. I really hope that you don't entirely lose what was valuable in these stories to you. If these books taught you that love is the strongest force in the universe, capable of overcoming anything, if they taught you that strength is found in diversity 
and that dogmatic ideas of pureness lead to the oppression of vulnerable groups, if you believe that a particular character is trans, non-binary, or gender fluid, or that they are gay or bisexual, if you found anything in these stories that resonated with you and helped you at a time in your life, then that is between you and the book you read, and it is sacred. And in my opinion, no one can touch that. It means to you what it means to you, and I hope these comments will not taint that too much. I agree with him. Well, like I said, Harry Potter is my favorite book series. I have so many great memories of watching these movies and reading the books, and it's sad knowing that the author, the creator of these stories, doesn't share the same ideals that I do. It's sad to know that she doesn't see trans people the way that I see them. It's sad to see her writing transphobic tweets. It's disappointing to learn that someone that you care about or admire or look up to doesn't share the same ideals and values that you do and that they are constantly spreading really hurtful messages and information around and it's just disappointing to learn this because I did really like her as an author but it's really hard to learn this and see people's true colors. A lot of the things that she said, and not even just these recent tweets, it's a lot of things she said in the past. It just seems like she doesn't really understand a lot of things about the LGBT community. And it seems like she is just doesn't really know what's going on. And to see that she doesn't see trans women as women, and that's really disappointing because I'm someone who doesn't judge people by their race or sexual orientation or gender identity a person is a person and if someone wants to identify themselves as whatever it doesn't matter that's how they identify themselves it has nothing to do with me and all these tweets and all these comments are really just disturbing and upsetting to me and like I said Harry Potter has been so important to me in my life and just knowing that the author doesn't share these values and these ideals is really sad if you don't know, I actually have a Deathly Hallows tattoo and a lot of people online were talking about how they wanted to get any Harry Potter tattoos that they had removed and covered up. I'm not going to remove my tattoo because when I look at that tattoo, I don't think about JK Rowling. I don't think about the author. I don't think about what she said and her values. I think about the story and I think about my memories with watching the movies and reading the books and all of the magic of the films and that the greatest form of magic is love. That's what I think about when I think about Harry Potter. I never really think about her. I think she, in my mind, she's sort of removed from the books and from the films because she isn't the magic of Harry Potter. The magic of Harry Potter is the story and the universe. And yes, she created it, but it's sort of taken on a life of its own. And I'm still going to continue to love the series and the books and the whole magic and the universe of it, but I'm no longer going to be supporting her. I haven't actually read other books by her. I do have another, um, it was a keynote speech that she gave at a graduation. I have that book, but I haven't read any other series by her and I will not read another series by her and I'm not going to support her. I haven't followed her on any social media channels in a very long time because a few years ago, she made some other comments that I didn't agree with, so I haven't followed her in quite a long time, but I'm not going to be supporting her anymore. And to anybody listening to this who is in the LGBTQ plus community, I just want to say that I stand with you. 
I support you and however you identify yourself, that's okay. And yes, there's people out there who don't agree with that and aren't loving and aren't supportive of the community, but I am. And I want you to know that you are loved and trans women are women, trans men are men, non-binary people are non-binary. And if you don't agree, then that's on you. I know that this episode was a bit heavy and a bit rambly and I apologize if what I'm saying doesn't make sense or if I didn't cover everything in the best way. But times right now are really crazy and sad and scary and I just feel that it wouldn't be fair and right to come on my podcast and talk about, you know, fun things or pop culture or, you know, recommendations of movies or whatever when there's so many heavy things going on. And these are just two examples of what's been going on, but they're things that have been really bothering me and I wanted to talk about. In the description of this episode, I have included links to Black Lives Matter, information about George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, as well as the Trevor Project article and articles from the Today Show and NBC News about J.K. Rowling. That's all I have for today's episode. Please check out the links in the description. Please donate to the causes if you can, and continue to educate yourself and spread awareness about all these issues. And with my last words in today's episode, I'd just like to say, Black Lives Matter and Trans Lives Matter. As always, stay safe, stay classy, and I will chat again with you soon. Goodbye.